0: Hey everyone, real quick before we dive into today's video, let me ask you a couple questions. Do you struggle with your mindset or some of the habits that you have? Or are you currently seeking to learn and grow and getting as much personal development in your life as possible but don't know where to begin? If that sounds like you or someone you know, please send me a message on Facebook or Instagram. Or you can email me at chris.mccarthy at genesis 2 revelationscom I'd be more than happy to have a conversation with you and see where I can help you. With that, let's jump into today's video. All right, everybody, welcome to today's episode of Let's Be Real of the podcast. We are getting into some topic today um, with Derek Welsh. He's a fitness coach of seven years. He works in healthcare as a cardiovascular technician, and he has learned a lot of things about the differences between Eastern and Western medicine and how to Kind of relate those to our everyday life with health and fitness. So, Derek, thank you for joining me today. Um, uh, appreciate the time, and you know, let's let's just get into a little bit about yourself. Go ahead and give the listeners a little bit more about you.
1: Awesome, my pleasure, Chris. Thanks for having me. I really, uh, I really grateful for this opportunity. So, just about me. Um, like you said, seven years fitness coach. Kind of been doing it just. On the side for trying to figure out what the end goal is the career goal and really enjoyed the process you know i started at my school cal lutheran university bachelor's of science finished that trying to figure out well what what i want to do physical therapy you know doctor uh just kind of delved into a lot of different avenues really just kind of researched a lot just determined whether or not like i would actually like being in it so i worked in a lot of different fields uh, just still even uh, to this day, now I know, but it took me seven years really, just to kind of get to that position where I'm like, okay, now I know what I want. But that's part of my my persona is I don't want to settle for anything. So I really had an opportunity to learn a lot, met a lot of great people and just continue to ask the right questions like, hey, what did you like about your career? What did you not like? And you know, after working in healthcare, like you said, I've been working at a hospital, two different hospitals for about the last five six years and really just then saw the potential and the need that there is to bridge the two. So fitness and health nutrition in with, you know, the medical field and what, and the lacking of the education in, in the health realm, you know, a lot of people are either misguided or they just don't understand like there are other alternatives or things that could, they could do to change their uh, perspective and their lifestyle to get them out of, you know, a consistently recycled system at, at, you know, in a hospital, just recycling people. It's okay. Here's a drug. Okay. Now you have something, another issue. Okay. Let's fix that. You know, the, the hospitals make money based off people being sick, where it should be possible hospitals make money on people being healthy. And right now we don't see that. So that's, that's kind of been my passion in health and just kind of family, family, personal seeing family health issues with some of these relatable things where they're not choosing the right lifestyle has been my drive and my passion. Uh, for a while. And I just seeing all realms of health, like there's not one way of healing, you know, there's not one aspect, you know, you can't just say this textbook says this is the way to do it. You know, there's other things in that no one, no one person's the same, everyone's different. And a lot of times we cookie, uh, you know, cookie cutter people like where they're just like, oh, it is we're all the same. No, no, every single person's different. And every person heals differently. So that's kind of me in a nutshell and where I'm at and what I'm doing.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I, I agree with that. You know, we're, we're all different. We all strive to live different lives, whether it be because we find different passions or we just, you know, if we were all the same, we'd be boring. You know, it would be a very boring bright uh, beige boxy world, you know, just it, it, there's been lots of commercials to promote products showing that. But the whole point is, is, you know, we're unique. We're, we have our own individual traits and we all have our own things for a reason. And so, we do also have a lot of similarities amongst different people like you and I, you know, we both, we both met through, you know, uh, a mentor or slash coach and, and really just have learned a lot. And, you know, and, and even just us talking over the phone and other times, you know, uh, we found out we had a lot in common, even though we are unique (laughs) individuals. So, um, one of the things I want to ask you is, is based on mentoring slash coaching, What drew you into that? Like, what, where were you at in your life that was like, hey, you know, this seems like a good option right now?
1: It's a great question. Yeah. So, a lot of times we try to do things on our own. And I, for a while, I was doing that. I just got to figure it out on my own. I don't want anyone's help. I don't want anyone's, you know, pity. Um, I did have, I'll just tell you real quick this kind of side story. Just my dad struggled with cancer and passed away when I was still in high school. And that was a big drive for me to, continue like why like why did this happen like what like like what what wrong you know how come you didn't get better and then you know finding out later again with what i spoke with the beginning is that there's a lot of disconnections in like people have lifestyles and what they eat you know and that all affects us in in the long term and you know some more than others some genetically are superior you know just just through you know, you know years of differences you know um but I was, you know, really just like, no, I don't want to be pitied. I don't want, I'm going to do this and figure it out on my own, you know, and then eventually realized like, holy crap, I'm so lost. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I have a kind of a general direction, a kind of general sense, which led me to like what I said before, just different avenues. And I met some great people along the way. I remember my first real mentor was like um, someone who really connected. It was at, uh, one of the colleges, another different college I went to, and it was health and fitness and his mindset was huge. And it just like, holy crap, like I love like your outlook on things. And I want to talk to you more. So we're still actually, I still communicate with, with him uh, every so often, but he was like the first time I realized like, I'm not alone. Like I need people to be able to build me up. It was just, I wasn't meeting the right people and I didn't really connect with anyone yet. And I wasn't really looking, it kind of just like, it was a professor of mine. I was like, oh wow, I really connect with this person. And so after that, I you know started really seeking people who would build me and make me better. You know, whether it was in the health and fitness realm you know, the medical realm. So I, I that's what I started doing is like, okay, I need, I need a mentor for everything I want to do. You know, like I had my fitness mentor, then I had my entrepreneurial mentor and then like the medical doctor me- mentor or the nurse mentor, you know, just someone in, in each realm. And that really pushed me to see it like the value in it. It's, it's so important to know that, you know, no man's an Island. Like we need people to build this up. We need people to have a community and then just going through, you know, the, what you spoke of, the uh, coaching program that we uh, met through, it's just like, wow, there's a huge community of people who have a similar mindset. And that's so important for us to be involved in, you know, and then being around, you know, they always say the, the five people you hang around with the best define you. And I was like, who am I hanging around with? Are these people building me up? Are they putting logs on my fire? Or are they pissing on my fire? You know, that sort of mentality. And I wasn't really paying attention to that at all. And so now that I realize like how important, like, it is that i want to do and like what you want to do in helping people like it's it's a big deal and we should take it seriously because it, it's it's our passions so that led me to see the value in a coach and a mentor and just being in community with people who think that have like a, a mindset that's to help other people you know like be the change you want to see in the world's kind of mentality and i and i value that now more than ever
0: I think that's awesome. And then, and, you know, speaking that you have seven years in, in the, the field of fitness and coaching people and to hear that you have your own coach too. I mean, that, that's, I think that's a lot of a, a very common misconception between people is they think, well, if I get a coach, you know, who am I to help others? And, and mm. you know, if I'm getting coached, how can I coach others? And it's like, even I have a coach and I'm coaching mm. people. And it's like, it's, it's kind of like a trickle down effect, you know, that that one person that's helping a thousand people, those thousand people can then in return each help another thousand. So it, you know, it's, you only have to really impact a couple people to impact the world. And so a lot of people think, oh, well, um, under the aspects of like being a coach, if they're like, well, I want to be a coach one day, but I feel like I'm lost and I'm not really into this personal development space as much as I want to be, you know, you can, all, all teachers are still learning. You know, it's 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 a valuable thing to understand that no matter what, you can learn. Just because you may become Tony Robbins one day doesn't mean you can't learn anything. I mean, I'm sure this the guy still learns every day from other people. You know, just because he's super successful and he's coached millions of people doesn't mean he can't learn anymore. And so, I find that I find that uh, very interesting that you talked about. Hey, I, I find all these mentors my entrepreneur coach my fitness coach you know people in the medical field it's it's and it's exactly true you know surround yourself with like-minded individuals who are going to bring you up rather than tear you down so do you do you have any like rituals or anything that you've learned over the years through the personal development Um, i know we've learned some through the coaching thing we went through um, but is there anything you've learned either through medical or fitness or whoever else you've learned as from, uh, as far as a mentor goes?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I think my biggest one was honestly through that uh, one we went through just uh, just kind of the, the consistency of a routine every morning and getting outside your comfort zone. I think that was something I really needed and it was lacking in some other ways. Like there's, there's why you have so many different measures, because everyone brings a different, thing to the table, you know, and this, this last one was like, kind of like the cherry on top. It's like, okay, routine here, make yourself uncomfortable, you know, take a cold shower every morning and, you know, visualize every morning and just really focus and hone in on what your, what your life vision is and all these different things. I was like, that that, that's been the biggest help for me so far and just kind of pushing me forward. But as far as like fitness goes, it was more directed here towards like, Hey, like what are your goals, physical goals, you know, nutrition goals, and that that was huge too because that's important um and then the other entrepreneur was like hey like are you working on yourself your business you know the medical is you know really just like hey are you learning the new research are you are you seeing what's out there in the in the literature and and so all those things were really good for my development and education but none of them were really towards the mindset and so i was like oh wow like i've had all this this you know general knowledge or specific knowledge in this realm and it just like de- i never really the mindset to really apply it now now with that mindset which is i think the top that that's the base you need that first you know that's that is is the um like the game changer and you can everything else will follow through from that so i think that was um like what i was missing you know i had i had all the puzzle pieces except that one and then then once that put once you put that last one in it's like oh hey there's there's the picture it's beautiful that's what it looks like
0: (laughs) yeah and and it's it's amazing um you know, a lot of the things I've been doing over the years, my YouTube, my podcast, all these different things. Um, I had, I had one phone call with my coach and in that 30 minutes I had like two aha moments hit me of like, damn, why didn't I think of that? Mm. And that's another reason why I think coaches and mentors are so good is because they give you an outside element, an outside perspective, that you may not be looking at, at the time, because a lot of the times we become tunnel vision, we become so focused on a particular area in our life, and not realize that this over here is what's affecting this over here. And so having an outside perspective of a coach to be able to sit back and have a non-biased view of your life really helps you understand certain aspects that may or may not be affecting you. And so I want to ask you what was or who was the person who pushed you into personal development? This is kind of a trick question.
1: Hmm. I mean, we can, we can get really uh, technical, but I, I'd say, I mean, if for anything, it's always yourself, right? It's just like, yeah. if you really, really want to do something, it's, you got to start within first. You know, there's others on the way. There's other that on the way that can shape that. But like you can, like what is that famous? Our coach says, "You can lead a you lead a horse to water, can never make a drink." Kind of mentality.
0: So, what do you think was the reason you pushed yourself to it?
1: I think just realizing, you know, working on a few things on myself. We all have stuff from our childhood and our our past traumas that we really need to work on, and just really just saying like, I have so much to offer and I'm not, I'm not reaching that potential. Like, I'm not like, I'm not, I have so much I could do and I'm not doing it. Why not? Like, why am I not doing it? Like, what am I afraid of? You know, just really delving into the, to the deep finer details of, of, of what my self-worth is like, why I'm not doing it. You know, what are my past traumas that I haven't worked through? And just once you realize those things and you're like, there's no reason I should be, you know, this way i should just you know I, I need to just go for it just do something rather than you know consistently continuously being comfortable you know your whole life because then you're going to realize like oh that, my life's gone what did i do you know what was really impactful on my life who did i impact you know what what did i leave this world with you know
0: basically your your pain and suffering became so great that you wanted to basically alleviate that and find that passion and that purpose to make it better to basically shine a light into the world and go, I'm going to leave this for everybody else. And I, I don't want pain and suffering anymore. Is that
1: basically what? hundred percent. Yeah. And, 100%. and I feel
0: you because I, I did the same thing, um, especially back and it's It's really funny. Me and Marcus talked about this on, on the call that I had with him, but um, the pain and suffering of being overweight for me was so great that i finally just said enough is enough like i'm sick and tired of being sick and tired and mm. so the day after christmas i stopped drinking soda i stopped you know eating everything unhealthy um i live by the 80 20 rule so i eat some things here and there but most of the time it's healthy but it got, got it. to where the pain and suffering was so bad that i was like enough is enough like i'm i'm fucking sick of this like mm. you know and and i i got up and i started making a difference and and the thing was is i had never heard of the coach that we have until like we were coming back from Missouri, Kansas city, Missouri, and she had his podcast on. And I was like, who the hell is this guy? Like, I've never heard of him. Like I listened to Gary Vee. I listened to Lewis mm-hmm. house. Like mm-hmm. I listened to Simon Sinek, like all of these guys. And I'm like, I'd never heard of this guy before. And so I was already big into the PD space. I just never was that horse that was drinking. I was led to the water, but I wasn't mm-hmm. drinking wasn't drinking the Kool-Aid. So, um, <laughs> and so I found his challenge and I, and instinctively I was like, I'm signing up for it. And she's like, well, I don't want to like, I don't want you to feel like I pressured you into this. I was like, no, you didn't. Like mm. I had this instinctive feeling in me to do this because there was a reason why this needs to happen. And it was because I was already searching for it. I was already searching for it. And, and, and finally my brain goes, dude, There's only so many times we can give you this opportunity. You need to start acting on these things. And it's one of the biggest challenges we face. Like we are our own worst enemies. We get in our way. And if we, you know, when it comes to health, when it comes to fitness, when it comes to building a business, anything, it all starts here in the mind. And, you know, there's so many ways that you can be taught. There's so many ways you can be, quote unquote brainwashed because you're washing your brain with whatever you feed it. So, and and brainwash is such a negative term, but it isn't. It's, it's the act of washing your brain with information, whether it's positive or negative. Um, So when you do that, you help yourself get to a point where you start to look at that pain and suffering and go, I don't want that anymore. How can I fix this? And so I feel like me and you, we both went through that little bit of, pain and suffering to finally realize, Hey, you know what? I need to, I need help and I can't do it by myself. And this is why we searched out a coach and a mentor and all these other things in different aspects of our life. It's not just, Oh, I'm going to do it just for fitness. Like you'll realize that everything starts with the mind. Mm -hmm. And, and I mean, there was days where I did not want to work out. I fought with myself. I didn't fight with my wife. I didn't fight with my daughter. I didn't fight with Mm -hmm. the, the neighbor. It was myself that I fought with. You know, because we're the ones that get in our way. Now, take for granted, you know, they if the gym closes, they're gonna, you know, they're the one forcing you not to be able to go to the gym to work out. But you can obviously find a different way to work out. You can work out at home, you can go for a run, whatever. Like, where there's a will, there's a way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, I find it very interesting that many people are probably right now, especially during this whole, you know, global catastrophe that's going on all mm-hmm. the different issues people are probably searching for answers right now on how to get out of suffering mm-hmm. and so I, I that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you about your journey with that um, and so when you started kind of going down that road what were some of the emotions and feelings and things that you were feeling as you started to kind of search out and drink the water that you you were leading yourself to
1: Yeah, definitely a mixed bag of emotions. Um, You know, at first you're like, oh, man, I'm kind of nervous. Is this this really what I want? Am I deserving of this? You know, then the self-worth questions and all those come up. And then you just start to get in it. Once you force yourself in it, you're just like, oh, wow, this is amazing. And then you kind of go through that honeymoon phase where you're in love with it and you're doing it, doing it, doing it. Then you get, oh, man, you know, if you go too far, you're like, oh, man, now I'm burnt out. I don't want to do it anymore. You know, it's just like a roller coaster of emotions you're going through. And then you start to see results and you start to see like what it's changing you into. And you're like, Oh man, this is, this is real. Like, this is, this is what I want. And then you just continue to have to build off that. But then there are times when you start to go back, you know, and you've got to have your mentor or your community, your groups like, Hey, no, Hey, we got you. Like, right, you can do this, keep moving forward. You know, and then the end of the day, it's just, you know, you, you realize your true potential, you realize your, your dreams, your goals. And, And you could just use that and help other people who are going through, because everyone goes through it at some point in their life. You know, it's just like, well, let me help you along. You know, it's just, it's just a matter of time. We're different. We experience those things at different parts of our lives, you know? And so those emotions just, you know, that's what drives us to do things. Our emotions, how we feel, like what we want, like what we, what our needs and our wants are, what we, you know, when we are passionate to help other people, we feel those emotions of joy because like, wow, like, I'm giving you value, but it's also giving me value. And I didn't even know that it would, you know, sometimes we don't even realize it until it's like, Oh wow. They they're really grateful. And you're just like, wow, that, that was amazing. And that in itself is what keeps us going forward.
0: Yeah. And so I've noticed, I've noticed you've posted um, stuff on your Instagram stories and on your Instagram, um, you know, motivational content and ways to kind of help people. I I, want to ask, have you gotten any negative feedback
1: yet? um you know not re- not yet you know I mean, I say yet because I know it's gonna you know there's gonna be those people who are who are going to do it I've had people just question like you know ask a you know like oh well, what about this you know not really negative but more of an eliciting they want to see my response and um I can't remember there was one a while ago before I really started getting into it and I can't remember what it was it was just like why are you, what if people don't want to change or what if people don't want this? And it's like, well then don't to I think I said something along the lines It's like, well, th- don't watch it. My message isn't for everybody. You know, mm-hmm. it's just for the people who want to connect with it or who, who, who do connect with it. You know, and we, and we have to realize like, we're not going to, we're not going to save everybody. We're not going to help everybody. And we're going to help the people that want to be helped by us. And, And that's that. And everyone connects differently with different people. Like people connect with you in a different way. They connect with me. And that's totally fine. You know, if someone doesn't like what I'm saying, it's, you gotta sit there and realize like, is it, is it my fault? No, it's, it's, you know, it's not any, it's technically, I don't want to say it's their fault, but it's, it's just, they, they're just not, they just don't see it the way we do. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like they, we can just appreciate them and they can you know not appreciate us, but that's okay. We can continue to appreciate ourselves at least.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I know, I know I've gotten tons of negative feedback. I've gotten positive feedback too. Um, I know very early on when I first started doing this, um, when I was going through personal development, when I was going through growing and all these changes, um, I noticed a lot of people around me didn't like it. You'll notice that when you yourself go through this journey, you'll notice that people don't like when you change because they get used to a certain way that you are And they don't like that you're quote unquote moving forward because um, misery loves company. And I hate to say that, but a lot of the times that people that are trying to hold you back, they're miserable and they want you to be with them. And so you're going to, if you start growing and changing, you're going to notice negativity. You're going to notice people giving you negative feedback. And so like, I remember the first time I posted a video about something on YouTube, I got a negative comment about it. And I was just like, and I had like three or four good comments, but for some reason, that one negative comment really fucking destroyed me. Like mm. for a day, like I was like thinking about it. And this is because I was early on and, and I was still kind of learning how to deal with things like this. And I'm telling you guys this example to, to help you understand that this this happens to everyone. Uh, even, even Tony Robbins and, and Gary V and all these other, they get negative comments all the time. The point is is don't focus on that one negative comment if you have 99 positive comments. Just because one person doesn't like you is not the end of the world. There's gonna be people that don't like you. You can't please everyone. Like it's just, it's not possible. Um, even politicians try and look at them. Everyone hates them. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, but you know, <laughs> the point is, is like you can't please everyone. So when it comes to you're going down this path. You're going to hit resistance. You're going to hit negativity. You're going to hit, you know, resistance from yourself even. And that's your ego talking. That's, that's that ego self of you that wants to be comfortable and wants to sit on the couch and eat a whole pizza and watch Netflix. Um, Hmm. because I know that, I know that person, he's still inside of me. (laughs) He still comes out every once in a while. Hey, I'm Um, right
1: there with you. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So, realize that it's part of the process and it's going to be there, but you can have control over it by learning more and more and more about personal development. And this is where a coach also comes in and helps, you know, when you start to feel those things, talk to your coach about it and they'll help you with, you know, understanding that it's okay to feel this way. It's okay to have these emotions. It's okay to, you know, talk about it and feel it but realize what it is and how it's going to affect you. If you let it control you rather than you control the narrative. And so I know, um, one of the biggest coaching things out there is fitness and you, you know, this, I mean, it's a, it's a huge industry. There's people that coach. I, I mean, I follow tons of fitness coaches. I mean, um, two of my favorite fitness people are Sean T and Joel Freeman. I love those guys. I mean, their both of their programs are what I use to work out if I'm not running or doing whatever. But I feel like fitness is very closely related to the, to the mental aspect. You have to be able to push yourself mentally, to be able to push yourself physically. And going into that a little bit more with with medicine and eastern and western medicine, I believe that the eastern medicine if I'm understanding it and and knowing it correctly is more herbalistic and more holistic and more into, you know, using food and herbs and all of these different things to heal your body rather than the Western medicine, which is a lot of pills and drugs and, you know, artificial stuff. Is that correct? Am I understanding that correctly there? Yeah,
1: that's, yeah, that's, that's, that sums it up pretty well.
0: So when it, when it comes to East, Eastern medicine, I've really dived more into it and a really good book to read if you, if you haven't read it yet or anybody is Superhuman by Dave Asprey. I mm. goes into a lot of weird, interesting techniques that don't involve Western medicine. Some of it's, um, you know, uh, like infrared therapy. They use mm. infrared light. Um, he uses a lot of herbs. He uses a lot of, um, he goes into, I think it's Ayurvedic or every I, I I'm terrible pronouncing
1: Ayurvedics, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He goes into that. That's a very holistic herbal type um, way of living and eating. And so, what are what are some of your experiences with taking the mental aspect and and bridging it with Western and Eastern medicine type practices?
1: Like the men- the uh, the mental of the person itself or the the society the governing body, like a of western medicine both the individual both okay so i think the perspective is a lot in the western side is money and so that is huge drive for people to incentive a lot like just going into how the pharmaceuticals work it's like they have to spend millions if not billions of dollars to produce something that may or may not work right so they want it to work right otherwise they're at a loss so if it doesn't work, you know, then they're, okay, well, that's a bummer. Let's try to do something else. But if it does work, then you have to go through a process of FDA. There's good. There's a minimum amount of risks that need to be set up. You know, that it's like, Oh, there's, there's this level of, of side effects, but it meets the minimum. So we're, it's okay. We can just start doing human trial, that sort of thing. So the mentality of the industry is that, you know, it's, it's, it's essentially we want to make money, but is not a, a lot of them really care about the end result of helping someone. I, th- I don't think like, I, I mean, I can't speak for them in the sense of all of them, but just a general sense of it. Um, and there are some that are really beneficial. Like I say, like you said, 80, 20, I also say 80, 20 for like the ones that are actually beneficial 20% of those from pharmaceutical drugs coming out. And 80% are either just copiers or fillers or just things that are just like, Oh, well, it maybe works, maybe it doesn't, but those 80% that they have can be replaced by most likely lifestyle changes, nutrition, and different things where the side, the, the mindset on the Eastern side of it is, well, I just want to help people be healthy because I'm healthy and I live this way. And so I want to share that with other people. Whereas most of the people making those pharmaceutical drugs aren't on them, right? So they're not taking them. So they don't have that empathetic view of it. Whereas where in the Eastern side of it, people who are pro- promoting it, it's like they've been through it. So there's more of an emotional attachment to it. And they just want to share that enlightenment that joy with other people and so there's more of a positive energy on that side now i'm not discrediting western medicine at all in the sense of it, there's value to it If there are things that people need that they're born without you know they're born without a certain hormone they're born without a certain you know you know uh, process or something that they need that western medicine medication or they're at the you know the you know emergency emergency happens they need some medication to help them get through an emergency traumatic experience like there's things that are very beneficial it's just it's so big and so powerful that it just kind of it's hard to filter out like what is what is good what isn't you know so there's there's a two sides of the spectrum and a lot of times most of the times they don't commingle because one works against the other it's like well if they if they're more in the health and the lifestyle and the eastern medicine then they're not going to need my drug so i'm not going to make money off that so i don't want to promote that so then people and that those billions of dollars that they make from these products that they they recycle into advertisements, incentives for doctors to promote, you know, textbooks, medical textbooks, talk about them and nothing talks about the other side. And this is a quick side story. This is the reason why I didn't go to medical school. Like I took the MCAT twice. I was all set for going to med school. And I realized like, how, how, how long is your nutrition course that you give a week? (laughs) Wait a minute. What? Like you only give some, give a week, some don't give any. It's like, but I get two years of pharmaceutical education that doesn't make sense at all. There's no balance there at all. So I was like, I don't want to be a part of this. You know, I want to make my own way. And it's unfortunate that it's, that it's like that, but that's, that's just the, that's the reality of it. You know, there's power in the money that they produce, you know, there's not as much money. You can't make money off something you can grow per se. You know, it's not as you can't market or patent something that's naturally acquired in nature. But if you can restructure a molecule, and make it inorganic and make it in change a few carbon bonds here and there and then now you have a synthetically created man-made thing well you made that so now you can patent that and make money off of that you know so there's a huge discrepancy between that you know it's greed versus you know just positive energy essentially
0: yeah no i totally agree like big pharma is the fourth largest um economy in the u.s and it's sad. Like I agree with you where there are some medicines that are great. And I don't discredit that, that some Western medicine is essential because you know, it, I look at medication as a, as a last resort. Like if there, if I've exhausted all of their options, that's the only option, then yes, I'll go with it. But for someone like me who grew up with a mother who was a nurse, She never gave me antibiotics unless I absolutely needed it. Like I had it, I've had Mm. it twice in my entire life um, because she knew how bad it was. It's actually terrible for your gut health too. Mm. Beside the point. Um, Mm. I think medicine is a last option because a lot of the things that they sell us is it's, it's to treat the symptoms of the disease, not the disease itself which is terrible, but Mm -hmm. that's their marketing setup. because if they cure your disease, you're not gonna come back and buy any more medicine. So they're gonna keep selling that medicine to treat the symptoms, but never cure the disease because then they Mm -hmm. have you for life. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of medicine out there. Now, I I say this as a disclosure that this isn't gonna work for everyone, but there's a lot of people out there that if they're on blood statins or blood thinners or, or, different medications that do certain things that treat certain symptoms. A lot of it can be healed through food. A lot of it could be healed through changing the lifestyle that you have. And I know a lot of people, including family members who have done this and they don't take those pills anymore at all. And so it's one of those things where like, I know myself, I went to the doctor and had blood tests around and stuff. And they said I was pre-diabetic. You know, I was 250 pounds and super overweight and i was pre-diabetic now i go back and get a blood test i'm perfectly fine and all i do is change my diet and so a lot of things can be solved through just diet but i think a lot of people have the mindset they're brainwashed into believing that if they take this medicine it's the easy way out it's the Mm -hmm. way of just like okay well i don't have to do any work and and i know not everyone thinks this way but this is how a lot of people think is they're like, Oh, well, I'll just take a medicine and this pill because the doctor prescribed it and he went to medical school. He knows more than me, obviously. So I'm just going to listen to him without doing any research. And so I'm just going to take this pill and hopefully I don't get any side effects. You know, like uh, I, I'm amazed at how many side effects are in some of these things. Like even a pill, like, and, and this is kind of a touchy subject, but even the pills that help with depression may cause depression. Mm-hmm. like what the fuck like that doesn't make any mm-hmm. sense to me why would I take that like if I'm trying to cure something but it can still give it to me why would I take it so anyways like the, the point is is like there's a lot of western medicine that is good like you said but it gets convoluted into all of the bad medicine that I I deem bad medicine because it doesn't do anything it just treats symptoms. Mm-hmm. and so a lot of the reasons why we have this mindset forced upon us of, oh well holistic doctors don't know anything. Holistic doctors are are, are all woo um, woo and they you know their their stuff is not real. When really the Chinese and Eastern medicine, they were doing this stuff in like the sixteen hundreds and they were living long long lives. You know, the the longevity of their lives was good because they had good diets. They had good remedies and stuff. You know, like for me, whenever I get a headache, I try not to take um, any medicine unless it's like pounding on my skull and I'm about to get a migraine. Then I'll take a couple Advil, but I try to not do it. Just like when I get sick, I just go and sleep because sleep is one of the best medicines for your body. Your body, if you build up your immune system by not feeding it full of medication, will in on its own fight off infections and colds and other things on its own like that's another thing that people don't realize is the medication you're pumping into your body is hurting your immune system you're actually crippling it by giving it that crutch and that's why when you take antibiotics the first time you take them they hit hard the next time you take them they lose a little bit of potency and each time you keep taking them before you know it you actually build a resistance to antibodies and you can't have antibiotics anymore and that's the reason why and i don't understand why doctors push that stuff so much but mm-hmm. that's like you said they're incentivized to sell it because all of these pharmaceutical companies are like sell our drugs sell our drug pharmacy reps make hundreds hundreds of thousands of dollars a year selling to doctors like what does that tell you right there you know like mm-hmm. it's just the amount of money that's in it is, is like you said the greed is what drives a lot of it and so mm-hmm. tying this all into personal development Personal development isn't just, oh, I'm going to read a book on how to be more disciplined. It's personal development. It's developing your health habits, it's developing your, your food habits, your, your way of thinking, everything to be more personally derived for yourself. And so, I mean, it's just it it boggles my mind that people just look at this stuff and take it for face value. And so the people that you, if you guys are really looking into personal development, I mean, I've read tons of books and, and I don't agree with everything that's written in the books. I mean, just because somebody says it doesn't mean it's true. You know, you have to take into account that we all have our own beliefs and opinions, but when it comes to medical, scientifical facts, a little bit different, you know, I I mean, if they say smoking kills you faster, I'm going to believe that because, you know, they've done studies on it. But if somebody tells me, you know, oh, if you don't wake up at five o'clock every morning, you're not going to have the best day of your life. Well, I think that's an opinion because I get up at four o'clock in the morning. You know, some people get up at five, some people get up at six. It's just all relative to what you want to do. You know, it's it's, it's amazing. Like um, one of the funny things to go with scientifical data is sleep. Now, sleep is very important. I'm sure you can attest to that, you know, depending on how mm-hmm. much I- in the superhuman book, um, he actually, uh, there's a study they did over 30 years of testing people and, and recording their sleep data and everything. They actually said that six hours of sleep is the best amount of sleep.
1: Hmm. And I thought that was interesting
0: because we're always pushed to have seven or eight. And um, honestly, it comes down to, again, yourself. Mm-hmm. I, they show six hours. I know for me, I can sleep off of five to six hours and be perfectly fine. Other people I know have to have seven to eight hours. A lot of that comes into your thyroid. A lot of that comes into your your gut health and a lot of other things. But you know you have to you have to go through your personal development and find out what works for you. that's mm-hmm. appreciate. So, yeah, I mean, um, so going into your fitness coaching, um, do you do you push your 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 people that you help to look into personal development as a, as a way to really up their game and kind of help them understand, Hey, you know, mindset is, this is important for this. And, and, and then as you learn mindset for just fitness, apply it through all aspects of your life. Do you ever do that?
1: You know, I was, when I first started, it wasn't more, it was more just on the lines of motivation. Just get, get yourself going, get yourself moving. It was all related to fitness and nutrition. Now after like where I'm today, now I I find myself doing it to everyone I talk to almost almost like, hey, so what's uh, what's going on in your life? <laughs> and I'm really just asking those empowering questions now. And it's and it's you know, spilled over into now my fitness. And it's something I've been really incorporating now even more than ever. Um, just because the value I didn't see or I didn't maybe didn't see it I just didn't think of it as as important because I was so focused in on just like the the uh, the health and of of the body and and nutrition and not so much the mindset which i was trying to teach motivation like trying to have people intrinsically motivate themselves because i was at that point just the extrinsic motive, extrinsic motivation for them so they but i i want them to you know be able to be self-sufficient i want to teach them how to fish so they can cook their own food kind of kind of mentality uh but mindset is huge and so that's something i've been working on uh, adding in now and it's it's i from the little time i have really focused on it it's been really impactful so I'm definitely seeing the value of it more than ever now
0: so for yourself what are what are a couple of things that you do to kind of motivate yourself because I know for me um, you know we all we all transfer back from time to time from a beautiful state to a suffering state and so when we do get into that suffering state we have to motivate ourselves we have to first be aware of it happening and then realize hey you know, we do x y and z to motivate so what are what are a couple things that help you motivate yourself back into that beautiful state
1: yeah um i think music for me has been the biggest i know it's different for everybody but just listening to like um like hans zimmer you know he do you know that producer for most of the some of the so he produced like um or the composed for the batman movies and for inception for oh okay for stellar so he's He's a, uh, it's just like that intense orchestrative music or some of the, you know, the ones on, um, online you can listen to just like, just it's empowering music. And then you start just, Oh man, just give me punk ready to go. Let's do it. You know that. And just kind of self-talk. I think it just being better at writing and self-talking. Like just like, okay, what is it I need to do? Like, what am I not doing? And that's something I've been lacking and working on is doing the self-talk and doing, uh, more journaling. I was never really good at writing stuff down because I, could never read it once it was written down on the page. <laughs> I didn't know what it said anymore. But I've gotten better at that too. So it's uh music for sure, but then I've, I there's the value of journaling and he's talking to yourself, asking yourself the right questions.
0: Well, you you definitely went into the right field if you have chicken scratches, you're uh as your handwriting, you know, yeah. doctors and medical professionals, it's just like scribbles on a paper and you're like what, what is that? Oh, that's uh that's a uh, Zoloff, you know. You can't read that. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, like, I, I love music. Music is definitely one of my favorites. Um, I'm big into, like, Alan Walker and Abishi and all those. Um, same. I like yeah, the house that's good too. It really pumps me up. I definitely have it playing during my cold showers. Um, it helps nice. me in 15-minute cold showers. So um, I really like to dive into those. And and they, they say music has a lot of the same um, effects on your brain, like your dopamine hits, is cocaine and sugar, which is really mm. – Um, so if you didn't know that, like that, so you're calling
1: me a drug addict is what you're saying. Yeah. You're,
0: you're literally (laughs) pumping cocaine into your eardrums is what you're doing. All (laughs) right. Great. I'll keep doing it. Yeah. No, I mean it, it, whatever works. Right. Um, yeah, I know for me, um, it's crazy enough, but working out helps motivate me, which is weird Mm -hmm. because sometimes you have to motivate yourself to work out. Mm -hmm. But, um, once I've worked out, like I walk around all, you know, Oh, Oh Yeah. I feel all, uh, do you even lift bro status? You know? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's kind of dumb to think, but you you start to feel good. Like you, your Mm -hmm. muscles feel like you really did something. You're getting that blood pumping and you get that cortisol going. And it's like, you feel like you can go tackle a bear, you know, it's, it's crazy, but you know, it, it, it helps. And so I know a lot of times when I'm feeling down, um, I'll go work out and it's, and it's actually scientifically proven that, working out helps increase your endorphins and your dopamine and your blood flow and your serotonin and all that. And so it's, it's actually really good for you. And they say the best time to do it is in the morning because your Mm -hmm. cortisol levels are the highest because of your circadian rhythm. Um, when you wake up in the morning, uh, cortisol is what wakes you up. And so if you want to really get in a good workout and you don't want to take pre-workout, do it in the morning because cortisol is basically like a pre-workout. And so, um, that's what I try to do um, uh, and you know, sleep, working out, eating right, it's all, it's all starts up here in the mind. You gotta really focus yourself into doing it. And I know a lot of people are out there searching for it right now. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it's just, I hope that people realize that it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to feel the way you're feeling. It's okay to understand that personal development is hard. It's, it's not something easy um i know for me it's been a very very painful growth um and i'm not saying this to like discourage people from doing it but it's a good pain like for instance working out when you when you're pain when you have that pain from working out that's you growing that's your muscles physically tearing and rebuilding themselves to be stronger and you do that with your mind i mean there's days um like when we were going through the the 14 day thing that we were doing um They told us a third of the days, you're going to have really, really amazing days. You're going to feel like you're on top of the world. Uh, A third of the time, you're going to feel like it's just a normal day and you're like, eh, whatever. But those other last third are going to be the days that push you, that make you feel like you can't get up, that you're just, you're done and there's nothing else you can give and you're just, you're at your, you're, you're at your limit, but really you're not. You know, when, when you feel like you're at your limit, you're really only at like 40%
1: Mm
0: -hmm. push another 60%. And I've, I've noticed that when working out too, um, I'll be doing push-ups or something and I feel like giving up and I'm like, I'm telling myself like, Oh, I'm, I'm done. Like there's no more I can do. And then I have to push through that mental barrier. And that works with everything in life. You have to push through that mental barrier of no, you Mm -hmm. still have more to give. You know, if you think that, you know, and this works with building a business, this works with, you know, um, writing with anything, when you think you're at your limit, you can push further. And that's what personal development teaches you. It teaches you that there are no limits. You're setting your own limits. Mm -hmm. And so So if if you learn to push through those limits and ask people for help to get you through those, the world is your oyster. You can do whatever you want.
1: I agree, man. That is some good advice.
0: <laughs> so, um, wow, man, I, I think that was some good stuff today.
1: Um, I know drink it from a uh, water from a fire hose. <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> so, uh, do you have uh, anything like any services that you're offering currently? Are you doing, are you helping people right now as far as coaching for fitness or anything?
1: Yeah, so I'm doing still my fitness that I've been, a lot of it was in person, um, but now I'm just completely changing it to just motivation and on- online stuff. So working one-on-one uh, via, you know, Zoom or Skype or just through the phone and then just kind of my own programs I write based off, you know, goals and, you know, nutritional habits, lifestyle habits, you know, and just kind of incorporating a very sp- specified program based off those, you know, those, um, those things and then just keeping accountability. But now with the extra I'm doing is adding the mindset, like, you know, coaching, Hey, like, let's, what, like, what, where are you, where are you lacking in? You know, what, why aren't you doing it? You know, just like those big questions just to get people to, you know, do it. Like they, they want to do it, but why aren't they doing, it? you know, yeah. so.
0: And if, and if people are looking for you, where can they find you um, to get in contact with you?
1: Uh, well, my Instagram uh, or my face Instagram would probably be better. Welsh, my last name is Welsh, W-E-L-S-H my health so welsh my health if you want to yeah that's uh that's right now i i have a website not um not currently it's under construction so so welsh my health is where i'm going through right now
0: okay cool um so if you guys are looking for uh fitness coaching or mindset coaching and uh you want to find derek that's where you can find him welsh my health on instagram um, we will be putting a link down below to the Instagram. So you can click that, um, if you're or, listening on the podcast for audio, or if you're watching the YouTube video, that way you can, uh, you can see the link down below and click it and find him, um, just send him a DM or whatever works for you. And then, or also,
1: uh, uh sorry to interrupt, but also email, I forgot gmail.com would be another resource.
0: Okay. Yeah. We'll put that down below as well. Um, Again, thank you for your time, man. Uh, It was great chatting with you as always. Um, Always. We always uh, (laughs) talk about some interesting things and I love it. Um, So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the podcast. If you did, um, I'm only going to ask you one question for our Q and A reflection time. Normally we have more, but for these, we just do one, which is what was most useful for you? So go ahead and think about that. Would you, what'd you find useful out of this podcast? And like always, um, I thank you guys for listening because without you listeners, I would just be a guy talking into a mic. Um, <laughs> so hope you guys have a wonderful day and see you next episode.